The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Yo, what's up? Good morning, Boston. It's the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. It's the voices of your city, it's the stories of your city, it's what you should be listening to, it's what you should be talking about, it is what you should be consuming. We talk about all that stuff on the Boston Podcast, and I got an awesome guest with me here in the studio, per usual, in our secure podcast bunker here in Westwood, Massachusetts, and his name is Seth Jacobs, and he happens to be a lawyer, don't hold it against him, he's one of the good ones. Seth Jacobs, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, David. The capacity crowd it's, is on it's their great feet. to be here <laughs> that's good that's you've already you've got your um, yeah. your talk show uh, mo on uh, I have a friend that likes to use his game show greeting and it goes like this good to be here Dave you know <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get that down so oh man I'm excited I got my dragon on April 14th it's coming can't wait can't wait the return of Game of Thrones I'm here with Seth Jacobs personal injury lawyer at the law firm of Zissin and Jacobs. But we just discovered that we're both Game of Thrones freaks. So um, you're a fan. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so um, we know Seth's a lawyer and he's fancy lawyer stuff, but um, this is the portion of the show where we like to talk about good stuff going on just in the media, stuff you've heard, stuff that's like, hey, have you seen this? Have you heard this? You got to do it. And we call this good stuff, so let's do it. Oh, that's the good stuff. All right, Game of Thrones season seven. It's going to be eight. It's going to be eight. It's going to be eight. Yeah. Okay. And we've heard good things uh, so far. I have anyway about yeah. the, the actors. Of course, what are they going to say? I guess, but the actors have said that the ending is very satisfying and yeah. all that. Um, so, what what is your Game of Thrones experience? Everybody has has kind of come in at a different yeah. point of, of this um, this train. So, like, yeah. what 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 has your experience been watching the show? Yeah, I mean, I, I was never into science fiction type stuff and a lot yeah, of people say that you yeah. know i never got into any of that stuff really star wars is okay you know i uh, yeah. you know but i never so but people you know everyone kept talking and talking this guy i used to work with was like you're an idiot for not watching it you're an idiot you know so <laughs> yeah. i don't want to i got a little fear of missing out and yeah. i want to be yeah. so yeah. i kind of binged it like three years ago and now the first time you watched it were you watching pretty much by yourself or no uh, no or? actually yeah so Every show I've been watched has always been by myself, except this one. She had also had this fear of missing out of Game of Thrones. So my wife and I binged it. We got two little kids. I mean, we were like exhausted. Yeah. Um, but it was like the best, you know. Yeah. And that's, so, that's your uh, reward so, at the end of the day. So we were caught up. Episodes, yeah. yeah. So we were caught up a couple of years ago. And then what we've been doing now is um, rewatch. She decided she wanted to rewatch it and get ready for the for the ultimate season and smart we just finished season rewatching season five mm-hmm. so we've been doing it for a f- 
few months, but like you know, it's exhausting again. Um, yeah, I just like kind of want it to end. Yeah, it's it because there is work, right? Because yeah, it's, it's like, that kind of show. So, spoiler alert: we're going to talk about stuff that has happened in the first seven seasons. Yeah. So, sorry, you get, um, uh, remove yourself from this podcast if you want to be completely spoiler free. But so I, um, yeah, the first time, first of all, you're smart to rewatch it because you yeah. will have Game of Thrones superpowers because when it starts yeah. you won't be going wait a minute who was she and yeah. is is that his uh, brother and is that his bastard son and whatever the, the first time i watched it i i when i i got game of thrones shamed like you did like yeah. oh, what are you an idiot yeah, you don't yeah, watch game yeah, of thrones yeah. so i started watching it primarily by myself and so that was a mistake because it's always good to have someone next to you to answer questions, yeah. I consider myself a relatively educated adult, but uh, the, the amount of times in movies or TV shows where I turn to somebody and I go, wait, is that the guy from yeah. the front? What, what is that? Happens all the time. So, and I watched sometimes in, in chunks and then stopped and I came back a month later and was completely freaking confused. Yeah. Like, I have no, I forget who you he is. You forget everything. Right. It's like these, so many storylines, so many characters, so and, many. And happening yeah. in five different places. Yeah, yeah. It's, right? it's nuts. And so we watch it and it's like, Wow, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Forgot that it was Brianna Tarth who killed Stannis Baratheon. I yeah. Forgot. You know, it's like you just don't remember. Wait, is Brienne still alive? Yeah. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. she's the she's the uh, I don't think she would mind being called sort of the Amazonish, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, incredibly powerful oh, yeah. woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, so she killed the king. Uh, yeah. the, the, well, the king, the, the would-be king. What's his yeah. name? Stannis, Stannis, who was kind of the evil guy who had the and the crazy evil mistress. Yeah, uh, the I mean, sorcerer I think, person. Yeah, I like a lot of characters on the show. I think he's uh, there's like some good side to them, and some. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was like wholly bad. Right. I think he was so swayed by this Melisandre that he. Yeah. You know, he ended up burning his own daughter. Oh my god! Which, which was the end of his. Oh. That was because half his army deserted him. He lost all his horses. Yeah. And, and that's why he went to Winterfell. See, this is stuff you don't remember. I just watched this the other night. So, yeah. like, so he goes to Winterfell with like half his army, no yep. horses, they're, and he gets slaughtered by Bolton. See, I had yeah. already forgotten that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it for sure, but I, I remember the burning of the dog because you can't yeah. forget that. Because I remember when I watched yeah. it, I was like, they do a lot of things on the show, but they're not going to burn a, a, a kid at the stake. Uh, and sure enough, there they go. They I mean, it was, it's hard. I mean, I know they don't <laughs> really show it. No, they don't. Yeah. It's hard to stomach that. And um, the mother crying. And so then yeah. the mother commits suicide. She okay. hangs herself. Right. I mean, these are things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten so, that Right, too. right. Yeah. So, the, so, you know, and she was horrible until her daughter was actually that time came and she realized you yeah. know what are we what have we gotten ourselves into yeah so w- while we're on that subject yeah. mo- most gut-wrenching moment in the series so far do you have one uh i can go first if you want me yeah to. you go first well mine is um i, I just uh being a, a male uh flesh and blood when <laughs> I know th- when theon yeah, was yeah. removed of his was manhood it, and it was another thing like it wasn't yeah. like they actually showed yeah. the the uh operation kind word for yeah. it but um just being reminded of that every time you saw him on screen it was just too because you get invested in yeah. these stories and yeah. you kind of like the characters and theon was kind of a turd right he was like a dink he like he, yeah he was yeah. more uh, confident than he should have been yeah but he didn't deserve that you know no, no and he and he and he had a a pretty industrious love life as well so it that's really, right it hurt him uh, quite no he didn't deserve that and oh it uh, hurt him yeah Maybe he did deserve it. I don't know. You know, <laughs> no, these no. characters are so complex that they, I, yeah. you know, it's like they're evil one minute and you like them a little more the next. Um, my, uh, my, it's kind of, uh, you know, a lot of people would say the red wedding was pretty. Oh yeah. You know, you see, 
these major characters for the first three or four years, and now they're gone like that. So I yeah. just rewatched that episode because my yeah. son Griffin, he told me he wanted to watch. My sixteen-year-old, he told me he yeah. wanted to watch the whole series. So I'm like, great, I'll, I'll watch it with him. But and so that's about as far as we've gotten. Yeah. But I had forgotten that um, Lady Stark, in a, in a desperation move, yeah. she grabs the king's. Uh, wife and yeah. says, "I'm going to slit her throat." And and the guy says, <laughs> "Go ahead, I've got an. I'll, did, I'll find another." Right? He, he didn't give a shit. He didn't give a shit yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, what did. I had forgotten was yeah. she does slit her throat. He, she slits her throat. Yeah. I forgot that too. Yeah. She slits her. Th- I mean, she really did. I mean, and it was. Yeah, and then she gets her own throat yeah. slit. But just when you thought that yeah. th- there wasn't enough carnage, like yeah. it was, it was sort of besides the point that yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of in keeping with the show that that, yeah. that there's no cruel moment they won't go to like you know it, it was uh, lady stark was doomed no matter what but she yeah. decides what the hell i'll take out this young lady you know um ugh. you're all right showing it to your 16 year old is that like the minimum age you think well as far as the gore and violence yeah. i you know what i really he, he's a sensitive dude so yeah. he doesn't get freaked out by like you know violence too much but he gets freaked out by like um suffering and yeah. and torture yeah and when he was real little i i watched back to the future with him which i thought was pretty darn safe yes but there's a scene where biff the bully twists the arm of the the uh you know george George mcfly george mcfly yeah Yeah, your density george mcfly and there's a sort of a moment of anguish there and he started crying and i was like oh my god i'm a terrible dad like i forgot about that and so i tried to he's 16 now so he's he's a he's a man but i but i tried to sort of preview the the Theon yeah. thing. I was like, yeah. something bad. I just want to tell you something yeah. bad. Yeah. But Theon. Yeah. And then as far as the sex scenes, I, I usually get up and get myself a drink when there's a lot yeah, of nudity yeah, going on just because it's a little dad and cringy. watching. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little um, excessive with that. But so who's your favorite character? Well, I I mean, it seems so obvious, but I love Jon Snow. He's such a. Well, he's not baller. mine. But I mean, but I mean, no, I mean, I'm just saying I'm sure a lot of people would say that it's not an unusual pick. Um, right. But of course, uh, you know, Ta- Tyrion is awesome as well. He's Tyrion's yeah. my favorite. I mean, he's. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> That's, I miss her, right? That was yeah, too bad she, she had great. to go. Yeah, yeah. She was great, but they got married, you know? They. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh Yeah, that's totally freaky. That's I, cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. So Jon Snow lives. By the way, I mentioned this on a different podcast, but yeah. you should, if you haven't, you should watch uh, a show called Bodyguard. You heard of this? I've heard it's great. Yeah. yeah. And so starring the, the Jon Snow, no, 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 sorry, Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Sometimes I, I get Madden is his name? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll, I don't have yeah. it handy. But anyway, yeah, yeah. The, the dude who plays Rob Stark plays... Um, uh, as the title suggests, a bodyguard yeah. for the the British government, yeah. and it's just awesome in a kind of Game of Th- Game of Thrones, not Game of Thrones, uh, House of Cards right. kind of way, yeah. but without a lead character who's been accused of terrible things. As far as we know, yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you like you like Snow, you like yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the the usuals, uh, but there's some good side characters. Varys is is a great character. Which one's Varys? I've forgotten the, already. The, the eunuch. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. He's an interesting guy because I, I think he might really be a really good guy, but you're not a hundred percent sure. He's uh, such a wheeler dealer schemer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's like the guy you would want on your team if you were on the reality show Survivor. Right. right. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, like, know, like it's that kind of you know behind yeah. closed doors, um, yeah. you know, um, deal making and things like that. Um, love him. Lo- I mean, t- to me, the the 
the heart of the show runs through Tyrion and yeah. um, and Peter Dinklage is just he's awesome. just so out of yeah. this world. One, one of my if I had to pick a favorite favorite moment, I think um, I might pick the ep- well or an episode maybe it's the the battle scene where now now I might be mixing up episodes. There's one where he has the ingenious move of putting that that liquid chemical yeah and the, the uh, wildfire uh, wildfire, yeah. wildfire yeah. right and almost blows up um, Stannis's entire army yeah. and of course the, the, ever turning the screws the creators of the show decide. That turned out to be kind of just like a, yeah. a flame out because uh, it didn't win the war. Yeah. But then there's another um, part. I don't know if it's the same episode where, uh, or you know what? It must not be. I don't know. What Joffrey? Joffrey is supposed to be kind of leading this charge, and Joffrey completely pussies out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same epi- episode. Okay. It, or it could have stretched over to whatever. But Maybe, it was yeah. when they the siege from same war yeah. from from uh, Stannis was trying to right. um, land on. Uh, King's King's Landing. King's Landing. I get it. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're, yeah, but yeah. but but yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. yeah. So anyways, uh, he you know basically the hero of that battle is Tyrion. He studies up for like weeks or months beforehand, learns yeah. the weaknesses, finds out about the wildfire, and then he gets like demoted after that. And right by his dad. His dad is the one who ended up coming in, comes in and finishing saves, the saves, war. Yeah, yeah, that was real. As uh, they would say in in high school uh, yeah. literary class, Deus Ex Machina, like it, like someone flies in and and yeah. saves the day at the last minute. Right, yeah. right, right. But he did so much before and got no credit, and Joffrey pussied out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in classic Joffrey form, screw yeah. you, Joffrey. Yeah. I'm glad you're dead in purple. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's a moment where when Joffrey pussies out. Uh, Tyrion is sitting there, kind of not sure what to do, and, yeah. and he said, "I forget the exact words." It was like, "I I shall lead the." I shall lead the charge. Or something. Yeah, like, yeah, I shall lead the charge. And then he repeats. He says, "I shall lead the charge." And that was one episode where I happened to watch the the after the show yeah. um, chit chat from the yeah. creators of the show, and they said he ad libbed the second repeating the line, oh, which yeah. is just it's just genius. I love those yeah. little acting moments where he was like, he realized it would work better if he says, "I shall lead the charge." Uh, I shall lead the charge. Like he somehow mustered yeah. the the courage to do it. Um, standing in contrast to the comical moment, which I also enjoyed when he went out to literally on the battlefield in his armor and gets um, knocked by an elbow or a knee or yeah, something yeah, yeah. unconscious just, before just he gets out, out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. He, uh, he's great. He was a, he's a great character. He's uh, Who knows? Maybe he'll be the the one sitting in the throne. Who knows? Yeah, well, so... I don't think he wants it, but... So um, is someone going to win? Let's spend maybe five more minutes on this. We yeah, could go all day, yeah, but... I know. Is, is someone... Yeah. Is someone going to quote unquote win? Like, so I I, I can't remember. Yeah. You have Game of Thrones superpowers. I need to ask you. Yeah. Who is who's sitting in the Iron Throne right now? Well, um, right or now, is somebody, it's, per se? no. It's it's kind of like de facto Cersei. Cersei, right? Because uh, if you remember, Tommen committed suicide after Cersei blows up. Actually, I haven't caught up to this again, but she blows up the uh, the city. Yeah. Another and, another. And, and, Cool, and the, and ahead the, of its time, pyrotechnic those, move. Those, yeah, <laughs> um, the the sept and those. Uh, what are they? What, what were they called? These the seven or whatever. You know. Oh those, the, yeah, and then yeah. she kills, and the queen Marjorie dies there, and everything. And right. So. Um, yeah, I remember she, Queen Marjorie. She was in. Yeah, yeah. She was one of the ones that got blown up. I do remember yeah. that part. And Tom, so Tom and commit suicide. So then she's. She takes over, right? And, and she blew up. That she's the one who did it, anyways. But so you still got we still got Jon Snow out there. Yeah, we still got um, 
uh, the queen, the queen of dragons. What's yeah, her name? Khaleesi. Khaleesi, right? Well, you know, she's so now that she's sleeping with her, essentially her nephew, but she doesn't know it. What? Who's that? Jon Snow. Jon Snow is, is her, her nephew. Ne- yeah, oh, you, see, need, I've you need totally to catch up. That. So you remember they learned at the end of the last it. season. Jon yeah. Snow is her nephew. Is really maybe the legitimate heir. If, well, if not her. Yeah. Um, she, he. Uh, so something's he, gonna happen with that. He's them. not really the bastard son, obviously of of uh, Ned, Ned Stark. Stark. He's, right. He's uh, Ned's sister, and uh, one of the Targaryens, and he doesn't know it. And she doesn't know it, and then it ends season. You know, it ends with him betting betting her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, you can't blame the guy. I mean, come on. No, she's Khaleesi, the, Queen she's, of Dragons. She's the Khaleesi, but, dragon yeah. blood, and she happens to be beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then you still got um the Stark uh, daughter there, Sansa. She's Sansa. she's around. Yeah. And the the feisty Stark daughter, Arya. Arya. She's yeah. awesome. Isn't though, she great? With the the yeah. many faces. The, yeah, yeah, can, yeah. When she killed uh uh. Walder, uh, what's his name? Well, Walder Frey. She Walder Frey. Killed, she okay. killed Frey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who yeah, got her she, into she, this whole mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He kill, who um, who killed? No, no. The Frey, Frey, he's the faceless guy. He's the yeah. main faceless guy, right? No, no, but, no. Frey is the guy who that creepy old guy. Oh yeah, who, yeah. Who, who who killed the Red Wedding? Oh, okay, right, 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 right. right, right she goes. Oh, for revenge. She, yeah, God. she sir. Oh, this whole thing. This is yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sir. <laughs> okay. this is great radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good pod. Good pod. Yeah, yeah. So she, <laughs> yeah. So she uh, kills his sons and serves them to him, and then kills everyone. Yeah, poisons everyone there, and uh, and then the terrible dude who who cut uh, Theon's Johnson off. Yeah, he got. Did he get eaten by wolves? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was Ru- uh, Bolton, and he, you know, yeah. he was a psycho. Oh my god, he made god. Joffrey look like normal. He was a real. Yeah, he was like a young Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah, like, or it, worse. Yeah, great actor though. Yeah, he, he was, was a great. He, he was did. A good, he was good. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. a great actor. Yeah, you wonder. It's funny. You wonder if these people that get typecast. Yeah, and um, I have an example to the contrary where Queen Cersei yeah. popped up in this movie. Um, it's a good movie, uh, Fighting With My Family. It's kind of gone under the radar. It's about yeah. pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it's a true story. This woman who went on to become a wrestler in the WWE named Paige, and they come from London. And the the parents in the film, as depicted in the film and in real life, they were wrestlers themselves. It was yeah. like this fun wrestling family. We're talking pro wrestling with a Is costume. Is she a wrestler in this? Is she? Well, yeah, but she's yeah. The, you, you don't see her wrestling that yeah. much because yeah. she's the mom. Yeah, but, oh, okay. She's but the like, mom by that. Yeah. But, and she looks completely different. So yeah. it's interesting to see that they can play something completely different. Yeah, can you imagine Joffrey? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to see him in anything, yeah, that yeah. bastard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess. I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe <laughs> you can, but it's like right now, picturing him in anything else is, is weird. But, but that's a credit to the yeah. actor, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he was good. He was right? very good. He yeah. was, he, oh, God, just some of the looks on his face is like, I'm remembering the scene where um, Tyrion tries to appease him by sending these two prostitutes to yeah. his room oh, and yeah. he ends up having them beat the shit out of each just other tor- just he's s- s- sadistic you can see the I mean, sadism in his eyes yeah, 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 yeah. it's so cool but yeah um awesome so that was a, that was a pretty good prep session um yeah. you gotta you got you got i like, gotta rewind you got like get, three gotta, weeks to cram it all i know Hey everybody, what's up? This is Deborah D. Francesco, and you gotta check out my new podcast, The Bitchless Bride Podcast. Woohoo! You don't have to turn into an hysterical hot mess on the most important day of your life. And on my show, you'll hear lots of great tips to make your weddings thoughtful, respectful, and awesome. I couldn't agree more. Oh yeah, that's Nathan. He's here too. He's like one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Damn right. Between the two of us, we have decades in planning weddings and doling out advice you need to make your special day more memorable than deplorable. 
Don't worry, Bridie. Bitchless Bride will come to your rescue. We are your wedding superheroes, your go-to sounding board, and sometimes your personal therapist. Right? And why not get advice from straightforward, foul-mouthed professionals like us? Foul-mouthed? You, Deb? <laughs> Have you ever known me not to swear? Listen, I tell it how it is. Find the Bitchless Bride podcast on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. New episodes posted every week. Subscribe to us on iTunes and let the party begin. Let's get bitchless. The Bitchless Bride podcast and pod we trust, bitches. So Seth is a friend of mine, happens to be a lawyer, as I mentioned, and he's um, Paris the Thought. He is uh, a personal injury lawyer, so... So, you know, if you think he's a villain, let's let him convince you otherwise. I'm a great man. He's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. But actually, do you prefer trial lawyer? Do you prefer personal injury lawyer? Does it matter? Depends who I'm talking to, maybe. And Uh, and if it's an injured person, then... Yeah, it's a personal... uh, (laughs) You know, trial attorney, civil litigator. uh, But, you know, most of what I do is personal injury. And I don't mind. I'm not afraid to say that. Right. So, right off the bat, tell me why... um, why they get a bad rap on occasion. What uh, do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of competition in this uh, industry. And right. so some people decided that they, um, and you, you know the usual suspects, I don't have to name them, but that they think it's um, wise to advertise on television and the radio and everything like that. And I'm not saying they're not good lawyers or they're, you know, they're not decent people, but um, the nature of the ads are, are kind of, Tasteless. Yeah. And um, so that gives the industry kind of a bad rap, at least in the public's eyes. Mm. And, uh, you know, in reality, most personal injury lawyers I know don't do that. And most of them really, truly care about uh, clients and uh, getting a great result for clients and making a difference. So uh, that's the sad thing is that people think of us in a way that I don't think is really reflective of who we are. Yeah. And a lot of those lawyers don't actually try cases. And I pers- I, I don't know if uh, I usually say I have nothing against them. It's a business model. But the ones that you see on late night TV just kind of saying, have you been injured in an accident? Call the law offices of blah, blah, blah. Sometimes with celebrity spokespeople, right? Yeah, a guy from an 80s, uh, some 80s crappy show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so some guy yeah, that you can't yeah, place. Yeah. He, I think he used to be on TJ Striker, but I'm not sure. Maybe he was on yeah. Vegas. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, how they get their work, be, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so they, um, a lot of them, it's it's kind of like they're really just advertising a phone number, right? Yeah, in, in most cases, probably 99% of the cases, when that happens, they um, refer it out to a law firm that is paying them probably for um, part of their advertising and then maybe a percentage of, of the case when it settles. And, you know, there's some good firms that do that. I'm not saying it's a horrible business model, but it is the predominant reason probably why we get a bad rap. Yeah, and, um, you know, it, it, in movies and in popular culture and stuff, sometimes the, the ambience chases are per- portrayed as such. Um, occasionally there are examples to the contrary. Do you recall uh, Aaron Brockovich? Yeah, it's a very good movie. Yeah. 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 So is, is that, yeah. is that, did that hold up the, the lawyer image in a positive way? Yeah, I mean, I think so when it comes to... Uh, Aaron, who wasn't a lawyer at the time, but right. and then her boss was kind of he was kind of a middling local guy, but he like a found, ham and egg area. Yeah. yeah, and he found something, um, and they got passionate about it, especially her, and they had to use a um, 
bigger firm, I remember, to kind of help them yeah, out. But right. yeah, I mean, that shows that when you get passionate about something, a civil action, uh, you know, he's a local attorney. He he went... Schlickman, yeah. Yeah, Schlickman. He went basically bankrupt fighting for something that he believed was yeah. was right. And he may have had a negative reputation beforehand, but yeah. uh, he really fought for something. So then, you know, the verdict is my favorite, though. The verdict. Okay, yeah. so I got I to gotta keep my Grisham ones uh, yeah. straight. So the verdict is the one. I, oh the, the no, no, the that's palm not. Palm that's palm. not. That's not Grisham at all. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the. That's based on the the Boston lawyer Barry Reed, if memory serves. Yeah, yeah. and um, takes place in like 1980, in right? Boston, and it was just a different atmosphere then. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying it was a better atmosphere, but different. And the legal culture was still um, very provincial, and uh, it was tough to get. You know, it was an old boys club. And yep. Paul Newman was this washed up drunk and mm-hmm. he got passionate about something and it was just amazing how he brought the case forward and yeah. and won the case. So uh, you're a, a sucker for that kind of old time yeah. lawyering yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, I when I worked for Lawyers Weekly, I used to hear attorneys all the time talk about the old motion session in Suffolk County. Yeah. And it was where you went if you had a motion on the docket for whatever case it was. So you're not trying your whole case, you're doing a motion, like a, a motion to dismiss or, or an evidentiary motion or whatever it was, you're basically making kind of a quick argument before a judge. You either win or lose and you're in and you're out. And you used to wait around because it was a painfully inefficient system. You know, they had the list and you had to kind of sit there in the courtroom and wait to be called. But lawyers used to wax poetic to me about how great it was because yeah. you got to see these lawyers get up and make the arguments, right? And you would take notes and yeah, I mean, I think it was, and the judges were more chummy with the lawyers, right. and um, and it was kind of like from the verdict. And things have changed. I'm not saying it's for the worse, and uh, you know, it's allowed that more people are practicing law, and it's with video cameras and everything. You can't get away with anything anymore. Right. Um, I also know that the Old, a lot of old uh, lawyers used to meet in a bar in the bottom of the Omni Parker. Um, Not the last hurrah. No, no. Below no. that, there was below a bar the, in the 70s. <laughs> the real last hurrah. And, 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was kind of like just for the judges and lawyers. Is that very, right? I mean, this is, I wasn't there. Um, right. but I wish I was. It sounds like it was an awesome place, but, you know, it's not like that anymore. That's funny because, you know, when I worked for Lawyers Weekly, at one point, uh, I was either the editor or the publisher, whatever it was. I got a call from a judge. I want to say it was Judge, he wouldn't mind me saying, Mark Green, um, who was on the land court and then elevated to the appeals court, I think. Anyway, pardon me, Judge Green, if I've got your resume wrong, but um, real good dude. And he called me up. He said, we'd like you to be our guest at a dinner. Um, for, and a lot of judges are going to be there. And I said, oh, okay, well, you know, what organization is it? And he said, no, it doesn't have a name. doesn't have a name. Just a bunch of judges. And I, and I said, oh, my God, I'm being invited into yeah. the, the secret cabal of, yeah. of Massachusetts, you know, jurists. And it, it was I, – I don't think it was the same thing you're talking about because this was like – it really was a private dinner. There were maybe yeah. eight judges around the table. And I forget where it was, but it was in a private room, some hotel, and had a nice meal. They just asked me questions. And you, and, went, you went to that? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I felt um, – blessed and also slightly yeah, scared because awesome. because yeah. um and there was uh let's see i want to say hiller zobel was there margaret hinkle was there like some of the real titans um the old school of the judges. bench yeah, yeah the the old school uh judges anyway by the way completely random note judge margaret 
Hinkle, who is uh, since retired here in Massachusetts, has a daughter named Marin Hinkle, who is uh, an actress who's done very well for herself. And you can see her on the marvelous Ms. Maisel, that Emmy Award winning uh, TV show. Yeah, which, you know one, which one is she? she? She's the mom. Oh, which, yes. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Um, she's uh, Ms. Maisel's, whatever yeah. the main character's name, yeah. mom is, which is... Which makes me feel old because, you know, she must be about, um, you know, my age. I'm yeah. a little older than you, Seth, but, um, and now she's playing moms. So we're all old. Yeah, she's we're a old. nice looking lady, though. She is, yeah, 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 but now she's playing moms. Ugh, I'm old. All right, we're going to play a game called The Elevator, um, and it's real simple. Um, we talk in the professional world about your elevator pitch, your elevator speech, and can you tell people what you do in the course of one elevator ride? We're going to put it to the test right here. <laughs> so you will hear. Uh, Seth and I getting into a virtual elevator. Uh, I will be playing a dumb random guy on the elevator, and Seth will be playing himself. So here we go. Here's the elevator. Here we are walking in. Oh, what's up, man? Nice, hey. nice tie. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Jeez, you know, I, I talk to people all the time in elevators. They're usually not as friendly as this. So uh, wh- where are you going today? Well, I'm on my way to court. Uh, I have oh, a, a yeah. hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I'm on my way to court to um, uh, just a little misunderstanding, traffic incident, or whatnot. Um, you must be like a big time lawyer or whatnot. Well, I'm an attorney, yes, and uh, oh, you can help me right with this um thing. I got this traffic thing. Well, I don't re- usually practice that kind of law. I'm oh. a personal injury attorney, uh, oh, but I might okay. be able to give you some pointers. Oh my! Oh, you're like the guy who's, who's uh, like you fall around the ambulances and then someone you know uh, uh, has to sue and get like millions and millions of dollars, right? No, that's uh, that's another guy. Uh, that's a, I, oh, <laughs> we we wait for the people to come to us uh, based on word of mouth, based on uh, our reputation. But yeah. if someone gets hurt, you can't go up to them and say, "Hey, man, uh, uh, I'm your lawyer." I'm not allowed to do that. So what I do is uh, yeah. I make sure that I have a good reputation and that people know that I'm a personal injury lawyer. Who, hey, you know, I got a couple ideas about yeah, like uh, arguing in court. Like, like uh, if if it were me, I would I would scream really loudly, like my guy's innocent, and then I would pause and just wait. Do you ever try that trick? <laughs> Has that ever worked? <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't tried that one yet, but I'm going to try it today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. So wait, but let, if I get this straight, like yeah. you, you, if um, uh, uh, so, like car accident or something, like uh, you can help people, like especially yeah. if the like you know I'm the innocent person, I'm hit by a drunk driver, yeah. something like that. If someone's been hurt uh, with a car accident, a fall, medical malpractice, uh, hurt by a product, uh, someone else's negligence, and it wasn't their fault, uh, there's a very good chance we can be of great Negli- assistance. Negligence means like you did something wrong. Negligence means someone else did something wrong, okay. but it, not on purpose, but they did something wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, so like a like an accident, like yeah. a truck hit you by mistake or whatever. A right? Trucking accident, a motorcycle accident, okay. any you can any type of accident you can imagine. Okay, geez, this is the longest elevator ride I've ever been, and you think it's broke or something? Hey, that, that, that you you can sue for the bad elevator. You get it? I right? have had el- I have had elevator oh, cases. Oh my god, uh, is yeah. that right? It was some one where um, the door closed on a woman's hand and fractured her hand. Seriously, oh and my God! We sued the facility as well as the uh, elevator servicing company. Oh my God! Uh, a big company and uh, got her a fair amount of money. Really? Yeah. And so, and then you make a lot of money too off of that. We typically get a third of a third, of, but Seems depends like a on lot. the case. Dude, dude, no wonder you're doing well. Well, we don't ask for any money up front, and we front all the expenses. So there's a lot of. Uh, 
uh, risk to us. So uh, the reward is. But if, then, if you lose, you still get paid, right? We don't get paid if what? we if we lose, and we lose money that we've put into the case. So, oh man! So that we are heavily invested in your success. Oh and, Jesus! It's like a little bit of a gamble, huh? It's a gamble, and uh, it's one that we're happy to take because we believe in our cases. Wow. All right. Well, nice to meet you, man. What's your name again? Seth Jacobs. Seth. All right, man. Um, I'll, uh, uh, I'm going to see you later. Yeah. After, hopefully, this court thing works Ta- out for me. Yeah. Take my card. Oh, okay. All That's right. a good idea. Seth, yeah. Seth Jacobs. This and Jacobs. All right, man. Hey, good to meet you. This is my flaw. See you later. Great to meet All you. All right. And scene. Thank you, everybody. Um, I applaud. Something went really awry with my accent there it started as a simple like Southie accent yeah. but then it got it, it got like uh bronxy or something you did well congratulations yeah, yeah, i tried i mean it's <laughs> an interesting thing you get going there yeah you had a little rhode island maybe yeah yeah know, maybe a, which is like a mix of boston and dj New York. Yeah. dj Polly d snuck yeah. in there somehow yeah. Yeah. yeah um but so obviously that was all uh tongue-in-cheek with some with some true themes running through it um yeah to get back to the aaron brockovich we started talking about movies it's i was um amazed that uh there was such a clear and accurate um depiction and explanation of the contingent fee system yeah and that so so and you did very well actually bringing out the same points that she did because i remember the scene that you know albert finney the the lawyer and is there with aaron and and he says, they say, well, how do you get paid? He says, well, typically a third of, of the recovery. And the woman kind of blanches or kind of, you know, you know, raises an eyebrow. And, you know, Julia Roberts' character, Aaron, she's like, uh, you know what? That sounded like a lot to me, too, for us when I first heard it. Yeah. But then I thought about the fact that they got to pay for all the upfront expenses. They, they, they basically work for free until the case is resolved. And they might not win at all. So that yeah. it, it's it's really there's a lot of expenses that go up front, um, right. and um, you know if we have to get an expert, um, you know if there's a you know if I had to get an engineering expert that cost me thirty five hundred dollars a few weeks ago, and I think it will be worth it for the case, and we'll get the money back and then some, but there's no guarantee, and that's a lot of money for me to put out um, on a case, but you know I believed in the case, you know. So what percentage of cases do you? Accept if you have to ballpark it, and what? You yeah, uh, we probably accept um, a little more than fifty percent. Uh, okay. When it comes to medical malpractice, however, we accept less than ten percent. Okay, those are extremely difficult cases. Doctors are given a lot of um, leeway to, you know, have things go wrong, yeah. and um, so a lot of people feel like they've been wronged. Uh, they've been hurt. Uh, and in fact, when they go, when those cases go to trial, I, I seem to remember a stat just like yeah. that that you only win about one out of every ten times you yeah. go to trial in MedMal. You yeah. probably published it in Lawyers Weekly. I, I, I think did. you did. <laughs> um, it's a long time ago. Yeah, if it goes, there's a uh, an old saying that if you're giving a an opening statement in a medical malpractice trial, you've already lost. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's not always the case, but that's a tongue in cheek. Yeah. Very depressing. Um, they're, they're hard cases, and there's very good lawyers on the other side in this state. And, you know, doctors make mistakes and should be held accountable. But um, it's the system is set up to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. It must be anxious that your whole profession is based on an element of risk, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, gu- I guess you could say that about a lot of professions, but yours especially, your business plan, your your success, the the – you know, the revenue you bring in based on the cases you win and settle, I suppose it can vary a lot from year to year, right? Yeah, it, it varies. Um, I mean, I've, and, you know, I've been with Zissin and Jacobs, we've been around for 
two years, but I've been practicing for a lot longer than that, and I've been a part of other firms. And we've had some stellar years where, you know, it's all champagne, and, mm. you know, you think it's never going to fall down again. And then two years later, um, it's a tough year. You know, so it's it's a very tough business. It's a lot of, there is some luck involved. Obviously, I believe it's mostly skill, but there's a lot of luck involved when things come in, who, who you draw on the other side, um, the insurance companies that are involved. There's a, there's a lot of moving factors. And so people come to me and they say, oh, you know, um, my neighbor got X amount of dollars and my sister-in-law got this and that. And no two cases, even if they seem identical, are alike. Right. It is a lo- everything is different. And, right. you know, you, you got to do the, just the best under your circumstances. How many times a year do you typically get into court to try a case? So, uh, you know, my busiest year was like a five or six trial a year. But right. nowadays it's um, probably on average like three. Yeah. It's not that many anymore. Most, most cases settle. Do you enjoy it, going to court? I enjoy the court. When I'm in court, I enjoy trying a case, going in front of a jury, um, really trying to win my case. Preparing, you have to prepare, but it can be very exhausting. Mm -hmm. And the other issue is a lot of times, see, civil cases, we don't have a right to a speedy trial. Mm -hmm. The criminal cases do. So we get bumped a lot. Yeah. Um, And so uh, I've prepared for trials, put in a lot of time, effort, and money. And then you get there, and they bump you and say, we'll have to try it in three months. And it's... It's it's that's the equivalent of like cramming for an exam, yeah. like your life depends on it, and then showing up and saying, "Oh, you know what? We're going to do the test th- four weeks from now, yeah. six weeks from and now." And there's just nothing you can do about that. And right. it's uh, and then your clients all pissed off. It's yeah. like I thought yeah. we were going to get some answers here. Oh yeah, sometimes they you know make big plans. You know they have to take time off at work, right? And, and it's um it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, wheels of justice moving slowly. Yeah, Nothing we can do about it. Uh, let's take a break here on the Boston Podcast. When we return, more with Seth Jacobs, more fun and games, more, 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 as uh, Abba used to sing. Kids, if you don't know about that, Google it. <laughs> they were a band from Sweden or something. All right, well, I got to go right yeah. now, Seth. Um, All right, I'll see you we'll later. Have- <laughs> Seth Jacobs, uh, awesome lawyer, good sport. Thanks for being here thanks, today. Thanks for having me, Dave. The bo- my pleasure. And find, check him out at Zissen and Jacobs. If you have any questions about personal injury, that sort of type of law, he's a great guy to grab a cup of coffee with. And certainly someone in your family has trouble. Has uh, I, and Now I sound like the ad. But yeah. you get it if you need help if after an accident. You've been hurt. <laughs> if you've been you injured, can't work. <laughs> you've been injured in an accident. He's yeah. at zissonjacobs.com. That's zisson with a Z, Z I S S O N, Jacobs, typical spelling.com. And thanks for being here. You're the best, man. Thanks. All right. Um, pod617.com is where you find all past episodes of the Boston Podcast. If you like this pod, do me a favor share it with a friend or a colleague. It's free for crying out loud. And if you'd like your own podcast, you should talk to us. Pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, can produce a podcast for you. Be part of the pod revolution in pod we trust. And enjoy your day, Boston. Boston.